0: This is a podcast from The Business Times.
1: We've been hearing for months that a recession is on the way, and some economists predict a 70% chance of an economic downturn in 2023. Now, inflation projection, critical for identifying investment opportunities and other factors, will impact whether there'll be a recession too. So we have to keep an eye on that as well. So what should we do? Some say, be patient and wait out for higher future returns. Others say buy the dip and get ready to reap. And how come it always has to be so complicated? Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Business Times, where we explore useful financial tips to help you on your money-managing and wealth-growing journey. I'm your host, Howie Lim. And helping us today is David Kuo, co-founder of The Smart Investor, who's starting out with rules about money he feels people don't seem to understand. There's probably three important rules about money.
2: The first one is the big difference between investing and savings. People seem to mix the two together, but they are not the same thing. Saving is something that you do for the short term. Investing is something that you do for the long term. So you would say, I save up for a holiday. I save up to buy a TV set. I save up to buy a new hi-fi. Investing, on the other hand, is something that you do for the very long term so somebody who has a newborn child will be investing for their child's education in the future you invest for your pension in the future so there's a big difference between the two you should never stop investing because this is something that you're doing for the very long term as far as savings is concerned Well, if you can't afford to save money for a holiday, then forego the holiday, which brings me to my second point. It's not what you earn that makes you rich. It's how you spend what you've got that counts. And a lot of people hanker for higher wages. They want more money. They want the bonus at the end of the year. But it's not what you earn that makes you rich. It's how you spend what you've got in front of you that always counts. And the third one is something that people should be quite aware of at the moment. In particular, I saw a story recently about some people having trouble paying off their mortgages. And in that sense, I've always said to my children, when you go to a bank and you want to borrow money, never ask how much you can afford to borrow, but instead, ask yourself how much you can afford to repay. And in terms of that repayment, whatever interest rate the bank is quoting you, add a couple of percentage points on top of that, and if you can still comfortably service the mortgage, then take out the loan. But can you afford to service that mortgage, service that loan, if interest rates were to rise? Now, oh, interest rates are going to remain low for a long time. And I said, oh, really? Yeah, you know, I mean, interest rates are affordable at the moment. But today, they are looking at interest rates that are three, four percentage points higher than what they borrow their money at. So those are three rules of money that people tend to overlook or maybe
1: aren't fully aware of. But who doesn't want to make money or at least grow what piddly bit of wealth we do have already? Granted, it makes sense to not fixate on trying to earn more money from our jobs and not spend in order to save more. But then how? That's a really good point. I guess what I say to people when they
2: ask me this is, um, how do I make money at the moment? And the answer is, I don't know, right? Right. You you make money simply by spending less than what you actually earn. That will give you a buffer. But what you should be looking at is how do I make money over the long term? And this is where it becomes really crucial. At this moment in time, some people will be saying, oh, things are getting quite expensive at the moment, so therefore I will have to forego certain things. But the one thing you shouldn't forego is you need to put some money aside now because at some point in time, into the future, you will not be working anymore. You will have no income. And what you need to think about now is what am I going to do when I am no longer working? The simple answer is, when the market is down, tighten your belt. You need to sort of cut out all the extraneous things that you would have liked to have bought, that holiday that you would have liked to have gone on, and instead use that money for something else. And that something else, of course, is saving for your future, saving for your retirement.
1: And there it is. Sounds the same to me. We're still exchanging time and effort for money and then not spending it because times are bad. And this constant worrying about the future, watching our portfolios like a hawk, is just getting tiring. I'll let you in on a secret. If I look at my
2: portfolio on a day-to-day basis, some days it will be up, some days it will be down. Some days it may actually be worth less than what I put in. But what I can tell you on the other hand, is I know how much income my portfolio will be able to provide me at any point in time. And I could even tell you today how much income, how much dividends I will be collecting from my portfolio in three, five, seven, ten 10 years time. I can project that far out in terms of the income that I will be earning from the investments that I make. That really is the secret. If you ask me how much my portfolio will be worth in five years' time, I might be able to give you an answer, but I think the answer will probably be wrong. But if you ask me how much dividends I will be collecting from my portfolio in five years' time, I can tell you to within a few dollars what it is likely to be, and that answer will be fairly accurate. And that really is the secret of investing. Not looking at what your portfolio is doing today, but saying, if I put my money into certain stocks good companies, and I have an idea as to how these companies are likely to perform over the long term, I can tell you what your portfolio will be able to deliver you in terms of dividends and income in 10 years' time. And that is crucially important, particularly for people who are saving for their retirement. And you will be dependent on that portfolio to deliver the income that will be able to sustain you. And that is the most important part about investing. Not worrying about what the portfolio, can I make money today? Can I make money tomorrow? You, you shouldn't be looking at that, but instead you should be looking at what the portfolio will be able to deliver you in terms of income when you decide to stop working, which is going to be quite far out into the
1: future. You know, we've been hearing a lot about value investing versus growth investing. Put your money in the good companies, but that's subjective, is it not? What constitutes a good company, and they'll definitely help us safeguard our portfolios? Oh, for sure.
2: Absolutely. A good company is a company that is able to generate cash. Cash is crucial, particularly at this time, because we see lots of companies going to the wall simply because they have run out of cash. And in this particular time, rising interest rates, maybe quantitative tightening, there is going to be less available cash out there. Companies need to be able to stand on their own two feet and to generate the cash that they need to continue their operations. So a good company is one that has plenty of free cash flow and... And are those the same as recession-proof companies? I would say yes. Are these the same as good companies that can raise prices in the face of inflation? I would say yes, because a good company will be a good company. How do I make money under these conditions? The share price of a good company can go up and it can go down, but the company itself will still be operating regardless of the share price. And quite often you will find that the CEOs, the CFOs are not looking at the share price. They're looking at the business. The share price is something out of their control. What they can control, however, is how do I generate cash from the business that I am operating at the moment? So the kind of companies that I particularly like are consumer-facing companies, because these are things that people need to buy on a day-to-day basis. Uh, We aren't going to scrimp and save on, say, detergents to wash our clothes, toothpaste to, to brush our teeth, shampoos to wash our hair. Those are what I would consider to be good companies.
1: Still to come, is there a way to invest strategically to mitigate risk as much as possible? And how do we protect our wealth during a weak economy and declining stock market? Partnering you on your wealth and investment journey. Bringing you insights to make well-timed market moves. Sharing actionable personal financial tips. Helping you protect and grow your wealth. Analyzing Singapore's
2: market trends and corporate issues. Supporting you through your Singapore property journey.
1: Insights from your trusted partner, The Business Times Podcasts. Are you listening?
0: And now, back to Money Hacks from The Business Times.
1: So up until now, we've been talking about recession-proofing our portfolios, safeguarding our wealth, and at least attempting to grow it in these volatile times. But risk mitigation is futile, is it not? It can't be avoided, really.
2: You are absolutely right. You can't mitigate risks completely. When we invest in the stock market, there is a chance that the company you invest in could go bust. I mean, that is the downside. The upside on the other hand is the company that you invest in could continue to generate higher and higher profits over time. So what you need to do is to build yourself a portfolio of companies of what I would call the pyramid. You are looking for 20 companies you can fit into a pyramid. The pyramid is made up of 60% are strong income generating businesses, 30% are faster growing companies, and the other 10% are companies that can be a little bit on the speculative side. Then you will have a pretty good idea of how that pyramid will be able to grow over time and how to reduce the amount of risk within your portfolio. So if we say 60 percent of 20, you're looking for 20 good strong income growers. Uh, these are not companies that will grow at a phenomenal rate, but they will steadily plod on regardless of what the economic conditions are. The other 30 percent will be slightly faster growing companies and you do need the ability to grow your portfolio. So in the early days, you're not gonna require the income from your portfolio. So you can reinvest those dividends that come from your portfolio back into the portfolio and get it to grow over
1: decades. So is hedging against inflation the same as recession proofing? I mean, what should we be doing to our portfolios differently?
2: Within a recessionary environment, you need companies that produce goods and services that people can, number one, easily afford, and number two, can't easily do without. A good example would be supermarkets. We might decide to downgrade the stuff that we buy from the supermarkets, but we can't stop going to the supermarkets simply because there is either a recession or because there are inflationary conditions. But what we're seeing at the moment is what some people would call stagflation. In other words, the economy may not go into... What is traditionally a recession, two quarters of declining economic growth. But what we could be seeing is very slow growing economies, economies that previously might have enjoyed five, six, seven percentage growth in their GDPs. Now, what we're actually seeing is they'll be happy if they can get maybe one or 2%. So, under those conditions and with the overlay on top of that, inflationary pressures, the companies that will do well will be the things that I mentioned, like the detergents that wash your clothes the supermarket shop that you go to another category that would fit into that would be something like fast foods they are things that people can easily afford and if you can just pop into your local fast food chain and just sort of buy yourself a happy meal that is something that you can afford
1: okay that seems sad (laughs) bye bye avocado toast (laughs) well the thing is if you can buy avocados on the cheap that's okay okay so consumer facing staples supermarkets and grub. And what else could we put our money into? At the end of the day, we do still want to try and earn some money from our investments in recessionary times. Oh, definitely healthcare and utilities
2: as well. In particular, this is something that people can't easily do without. If you have a medical condition, just because there is a recession doesn't mean that you're not going to go see the doctor. So the pharmaceutical industry would be one, the healthcare industry would be another, and then utilities, we might decide to dial down the air conditioning over here and over in the colder parts of the world, they're dialing down their heating, but you still can't do without that. Telecommunications would be another one people will still need to sort of use. Just because there is a recession doesn't mean that you're going to be throwing away your mobile phone. You still have to actually have those things. In terms of the things that people can easily afford, well, uh, I'm loath to say this, but maybe some of what we call the sin stocks, yeah, things like tobacco, alcohol, that some people may find it very difficult to give up, even in terms of recession. I'm not suggesting anybody go out there and smoke and drink, but those are industries that tend to be quite resilient.
1: We've been discussing how to recession-proof your portfolio with David Korr, co-founder of The Smart Investor. Thank you. And that's a wrap for this episode of Money Hacks. I'm Howie Lim. Till next time.
0: That was a podcast from the Business Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, or via the Google Voice Assistant Amazon enabled devices. For more podcasts by the Straits Times, the Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. This podcast is meant to provide general information only.